expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 117 points this morning from Friday's close at 16,459 on turnover of 7.4 billion NT. The market lost ground on Friday after giving up early gains amid lingering concerns over a possible move by the U.S. Federal Reserve to cut asset purchases later this year. The bellwether electronics sector fell into negative territory during the session as Taiwan semiconductor manufacturing faced growing downward pressure late in the trading session, despite a report saying Intel is outsourcing production to the company. In news from and about Taiwan this morning, President Tsai Ing-wen has received her first Medigen coronavirus jab. Tsai booked the appointment on the National Online Vaccination Booking System to get vaccinated today as inoculations with the locally developed Medigen vaccine are now being rolled out. She received her shot at the National Taiwan University College of Medicine's gymnasium, and she remained at the site for three minutes and did not feel any side effects. Taiwan's 38-member delegation to the Paralympic Games has arrived in Tokyo. The squad comprises of athletes, coaches, support staff and officials, and the 10 members of the athletic squad will be competing in table tennis, powerlifting, badminton, judo, swimming and track and field. The delegation all received PCR tests on arriving at Narita International Airport, and officials say the results all came back negative for the coronavirus. They were then taken to the Paralympic Village. The 2020 Tokyo Paralympics begin tomorrow and end on September 5th. In international news, Iranian media are reporting that Iran's president has met with Japan's foreign minister in Tehran, and the two discuss the de-escalation of tensions in the region. A report Sunday said Japanese Foreign Minister Toshimitsu Motegi discussed bilateral, regional and international issues with Ibrahim Raisi. The two-day visit is the first by a Japanese official since Raisi became Iran's new president and the first since the Japanese Prime Minister visited Iran in 2019. The report said Motegi will also meet with other high-ranking officials during his visit. Meanwhile, U.S. President Joe Biden says the U.S.-led evacuation of Americans, at-risk Afghans and others from Kabul airport accelerated this weekend. AP correspondent Ben Thomas reports. Altogether, we lifted approximately 11,000 people out of Kabul in less than 36 hours. At a White House news conference Sunday, Biden acknowledged discussions are underway among military officials about potentially extending the airlift beyond his August 31st deadline. Our hope is we will not have to extend, but there are going to be discussions, I suspect, on how far along we are in the process. 
Biden also noted the Islamic State group's Afghan affiliate is a threat. Every day we have troops on the ground. These troops, innocent civilians at the airport, face the risk of attack from ISIS-K from a distance, even though we're moving back the perimeter significantly. Ben Thomas, Washington. And Qatar has announced October 2nd as the date for the country's first election to vote for members of its top advisory panel, known as the Shura Council. The date was announced Sunday by royal decree. The Shura Council election aims to give the country's citizens more say on how their hereditary emirate is governed. The election allows Qataris to choose 30 members of the country's 45-seat Shura Council, which are now all picked by Qatar's ruling elite. The council has no substantive legislative power, but advises the emir on policies. It is not immediately known how many Qataris are eligible to vote. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.